Hello, everybody. How you doing? Welcome back to the Game Club. This is episode number five. Uh, this time around, we're talking about the game Cybernator, which is a Super Nintendo game from Konami. My name is Steve Wilkinson, and with me on the horn here is Phil Summers. Yeah, hey, Phil. Good. And, of course, we have Randy from Elder Geek with us as well. Howdy. How you doing tonight, Randy? I am always excellent. Just had my Mountain Dew. I'm good to go. All right. Sounds good. I just I just inhaled a gigantic Wawa hoagie, so I'm feeling horrible. <laughs> <laughs> For all you non uh, non Northeast people, a Wawa hoagie is a can be a magical thing. Yeah. Wawa in general can be a pretty magical thing. Best yeah. coffee. Best coffee. Yeah, definitely. Definitely good part of anybody's morning (laughs) so anyway yeah so we're talking about cybernator this time around uh and what we did was we had a poll between cybernator and the game axelay which was also a konami super nintendo game yes correct yes Yes. and cybernator won out and uh so we've spent the last couple weeks spending a little time with the game and hopefully our community has as well (laughs) i can i hear spoiler alert they didn't Oh man, sorry. So anyway, we can get into Cybernator a little bit. I guess we'll have our resident historian Phil here. Yeah, uh, I feel like I've taken up this uh, historian mantle here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, but you know what, though, in all honesty, video game historian—that's a pretty damn cool title. I do like that. I do. It definitely, you, you definitely. I, uh, now Randy hasn't had a chance to do it himself, but I, you sell it a lot better. Me, I sound like I'm reading Wikipedia. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I certainly Thank like you. it better when, when you go for it. All right, cool. So, all right, here's the thing with Cybernator. I, I was always under the impression uh, when I was a child that this was a Konami game developed internally by Konami, and then I don't know if you guys remember there was a game Metal Warriors also for Super Nintendo. You guys remember that game? I don't. Uh, Okay. Uh, not really. No. It was kind of like Cybernator, and I always kind of assumed that it was a sequel to Cybernator. Uh, but then when I got a little older, I realized it was made by LucasArts. It's actually made by um, dudes that worked on Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Ah. And it's not related to it at all. It's almost like uh, like a spinoff type. It's not even a spinoff. It's almost like Konami wanted another Cybernator, so they got like somebody else to make a game like it. It was almost kind of like how Square had Secret of Mana, and then they made Secret of Evermore. Which is like mm-hmm. totally unrelated, but right, right, very similar to it. So, Cybernator was de- it was developed by NCS Corporation. I don't know really what else they made, but uh, well, f- aside from what I'm going to tell you now, apparently, uh, unknown un- uh, to me and many people, Cybernator is actually the sequel to a Sega Genesis game called Target Earth. Oh, um, I remember that one actually. Do you really? Wow. Yeah, I remember I remember seeing it and I think I might have played it one time. Wow. So that game in Japan, here's where things get a little crazy. This series is called Assault Suits. Well, it gets even weirder than this. So the <laughs> Sega Genesis one is called Assault Suits Valken, right? And Cybernator, which I think is billed as like a prequel actually, is called Assault Suit Linus. I'm saying that right. Uh, so the one is Suits, the other one is Suit. <laughs> Um, All right. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's like, why? So anyway, both of them almost kind of became their own things. So in Japan, there was actually follow-ups to these games. So there was a Lanos 2 for Sega Saturn, which came out in 97, which kind of merged ideas between, uh, I guess, Target Earth and Cybernator. 
And then, then there was Valken 2, which is Cybernator 2. Uh, that came out for PlayStation in, in 99, and that was completely unrelated in that it was like a strategy RPG with mechs. I guess almost kind of like a front mission. Uh, then there was a port of Cybernator and Valken um, for the PlayStation 2, believe it or not, in 2004. Hmm. Uh, that only came out in Japan and Europe. And, I mean, it was the same exact game, just kind of like upscaled graphics, and the music was redone, but honestly, it's not as good. And it was a budget title, but I mean, there's like no new content and it's just kind of, I kind of don't know why it was made, to be honest. (laughs) And and that's not like a slight on the game. I like the game, but I don't know. It's just strange. I I guess all these guys had was their assault suits and they just wanted to keep making it. Hmm. But it's weird because I always thought Cybernator was just kind of like a one-off other than that Metal Warriors game, which I thought was related to it, which it's not related to it, and then it turns out that there's all these Cybernators. So, I thought that was kind of interesting. That That's funny, because when you, when you come into the game, it does kind of feel at the beginning, but although you said this is a prequel, so that doesn't, doesn't right. make any sense, but my first impression coming into the game was that something was already going on, and I didn't understand right. what it was. Like, I had missed something. Right. You know, that was kind of how I felt when the game started. <laughs> I felt but, that way about like almost every single Super Nintendo game. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Their names are Bimmy and Jimmy. Awesome, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think the whole purpose of this game is like these guys pretty much wanted to make like a Gundam universe and they didn't have Gundam, so they just kind of created assault suits. And this was their... Because I guess hmm. these, the, all the stories kind of interconnect, even though Lanos 2 and Valken 2 kind of are their own thing. Like this, It's all the same universe. So, now I, th- am, I, am I right in saying this? Because I, I thought I had read somewhere. I could, I could totally be... I might have read something about some different game, and I'm applying it to this. But was this game just ported by Konami over to the States? They, they just published it, yeah. So, they just they published made, it? Yeah, and they made, like, changes. There's, like, some censorship... Uh, one change I, I, I don't I didn't like is that there's a lot of text in the game as you go along. Yeah. And in the Japanese one they actually had like a little picture of a person next to it, next to whoever was talking. And then huh. for some reason they cut that out of the uh US release. And I don't know, like I felt like that kind of made it kind of confusing because I wasn't really like too into the story, you know, so it would have helped to see some faces, see who I was talking to. I mean, since they were already there and previous release but yeah and there was like other like little censored things i think there's like you see like a guy kill himself and stuff like that but uh huh yeah so they just picked it up for u.s release it's it's strange because it feels like a konami game it feels like it's something that they would have made in those days yeah i would have never have thought that had you not said it i mean it definitely it has the same look as like contra and all those games yeah and the music even sounds like Mm -hmm. something that they would have had like on Super Nintendo at the time. So, if, I mean, it fits right in line with what they do. Well, maybe that's why they... <laughs> that's why they, why picked, they picked it up. It up. Yeah. yeah. So, that's uh, that's our history on Cybernator. Now you, you know everything you need to know about Cybernator. <laughs> Once again, the definitive <laughs> source for information. <laughs> I try, I try. <laughs>
Uh, so, Steve, I mean, what did you what did you think of Cybernator? All right. Well, okay. First of all, I'll be honest. I did not get very far into Cybernator. <laughs> it defeated you. It did, Cybernator kicked my ass. It's tough. It's a tough game. Yeah. And I, 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 I might be getting into boohoo baby territory here fine. a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but um. I loved the first mission of Cybernator, and I played it many times. Many, many <laughs> times. <laughs> e- easily, I mean, I probably spent uh, a little under two hours total playing the game, and I would say probably an hour and 45 minutes of that was on the first mission because uh-huh. I couldn't get past the second mission. So anyway, I'll get to that in a second. F- I really dug the first mission a lot. I loved the controls. I loved all the moves you could do. I like how you could like throw up the shield and block. Um, I really liked how you could charge and and then use like the you could switch your weapons, you could punch or you could shoot. Um, and it was just I was really getting into it. I liked how the you know there were the gun turrets and you know obviously they were better to shoot because you could you know you could aim at them. And then you had kind of like the other the bad mechs. Right. And uh, you could you could. Um, charge them and punch them and take pretty much take them out in one shot if you did that but if you tried to shoot them you know it obviously didn't wasn't as effective so i liked that they had that kind of stuff in the game um i really enjoyed that whole first level the whole design of it kind of hopping around and and going through that i loved how at the beginning of the game the ship just comes ramming in there kind of uh, for battlestar galactica fans basically did one of the adama maneuvers (laughs) yeah where it just charges in and uh I, right, that was the first thing that popped in my head as I was watching that little cutscene in the beginning. I'm like, oh my god, it's doing the Adama maneuver. and <laughs> <laughs> Charge in and hope for the best. Right, exactly. Yeah, I was like, this is awesome. So I, I really dug all that. Um, I liked the, the kind of the boss battle at the end of the first level. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tried that one a bunch of times. And this game is, you know, it's an older game. It's unforgiving. You get a couple continues, but... You know, once that's it, you know, you're back to the beginning. So there, there were a couple, it took me a couple times before I kind of understood that what was going on with the boss battle was really, I mean, it was just like a DPS race, basically. You just get in there. Uh, first time through, I was trying to kill the, the turret yeah. things that kept coming down, and I was trying to be all, you know, fancy and doing all that. And then somewhere around there, I was like, you know what? I, then I realized that I was on a timer and that if I didn't do it fast enough, that you know, I, I lost right. because because the uh, thing would would uh, go online and and they blow up your ship or whatever. Um, so then I just realized I was just balls out, just you know, laying into that thing. I wasn't even paying attention to my health. I didn't even care if I inadvertently killed one of those turrets and got like a health pack right. thing. Then then that was great. But I didn't. And then once I did that, I got through it easily. And so yeah, that whole first level I just thought was was really cool. And I wanted more of that. And then I get to the second level, and they just kind of like uh, – it's like they pulled the rug out from under me. I, I didn't know what was going on. Like all of a sudden, it kind of becomes an on-rails kind of shoot 'em up to a degree, but not really. I mean because even that was, was cool. I liked even that you know, somewhat. Right. But then about halfway through the second level – and I don't, I, honestly, I don't know if it was halfway because it, it could have been a quarter of the way. I have no clue. It's halfway. It's halfway. Okay. All of a sudden, the on-rails part stops, and you just have control of your mech, but you're just floating in space. And now, whereas before you were constrained vertically in the area of your TV screen, now all of a sudden, like, if you go up to the top of the screen, uh, you know, the, the camera moves with you, or if you go down. So it got – it was very jarring, and, and there were just guns everywhere, and, and I tried that over and over and over again, 
you know, to the point where, you know, I'd, and then I'd, I'd use up all my continues. I'd go back to the beginning, do it all again through the first level, which is why I became so fond of it. <laughs> and then <laughs> you'd think it would be the opposite effect, but it's actually, right. it's, it's a testament to how much fun that first level was that I, I, even though I had to do it like 30 times or whatever, I still uh, enjoyed it. But I just kept getting to that part. I just could not get past that second level. Did you get to the boss of that stage, that big ship that comes out? No. Wow. No, I, I just I would get blown up. I didn't know where I was going. I, I was just extremely disoriented, and uh, I never got. I, I eventually got to a point where I was just frustrated. I was like, I, I used up my last continue again, and I was just like, um, I'm, I think I'm done now. Yeah. So unfortunately, because I would have loved, I felt like they, sh- I, I felt like that level just changed it too quickly. And I it and did. you guys, you guys may disagree with me. I feel like I needed like three or four more of that first level different you know some some changes but i I needed more of that before just completely jumping headfirst into what felt like almost a completely different game so did battletoads yeah yeah (laughs) battletoads did the same thing that second level with those stupid jet skis holy crap yeah yeah Yeah, you're right yeah i never really thought about that but uh yeah exactly It, it was just it was so different that I, I just I, I felt kind of I was disappointed because I, I like I said I love that first level and I wish that there had been a lot more of that for me to kind of digest and get into and then maybe when I got to that second level a little later on it might have not been as might not have been such a jarring experience right. so um, but I mean I love the graphics in the game I, I thought it was a, a good looking game I thought it it aged pretty well I mean even playing it on the uh, virtual console hooked up to a, you know, a 1080p TV um, with just the regular, you know, the, the component cables, no upscaling or anything. Um, I thought it, it looked pretty good. The music was great. I, I enjoyed it. So, uh, you know, I, I just, the, I, I don't want to go so far as to say that I didn't like the game because obviously I didn't get f- to play enough of it to, to say that definitively. I, I was just kind of disappointed that that second level kind of stopped you, kind of screwed me up a bit. Yeah. It's, it sucks because I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen when when I, I mentioned to you, I said, I get the feeling you're going to hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah. sucks because you liked it, but it just I, stopped. You. Yeah, it's just, you know, I'm, I, I really wanted to give it my all, you know, for the game club and get in there and get through <laughs> it. And uh, but after, you know, so many tries, I just eventually I. I I reached a level of frustration where I I realized I wasn't having fun anymore. And, right. and I mean, I don't blame you. Yeah, that's that's why games have changed because too many people were getting kind of frustrated with this kind of stuff. It's it's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I like to think of myself as whatever being like a hardcore whatever game player or enthusiast, but I mean, the fact of the matter is, I'm I'm an old fart now, and I just don't. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not like it's back in the day where you just spent fifty dollars on it and you're like, shit, I got to play this thing because it's all I, it's all I got. That's right. true. Though. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's way easier now with with you know. 20 unopened games laying around my house and you know 30 games on steam that i've barely spent any time playing right uh, to to get uh distracted and just be like all right well i'm gonna go do something else when you're when you're 10 11 12 years old and you know you, you know you have that time from when you get home from school until the time when like <laughs> dinner's done yeah and, and you have no social life because you're an you know an awkward 
I'm, I'm not speaking about myself, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about us. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm speaking about a hypothetical person right now that I cannot relate to at all. Uh, <laughs> obviously, uh, you know, it's easy to sit down and, and plow through Mega Man 2 and 3, you know, in a, in, in a sitting. Uh, but now at this age, you know, just it's, it's a different ball game. I was going to say, you think it's easy to plow through Mega Man 2? <laughs> I, I picked it up for the first time in like 10 years. I was like, I used to be able to beat this in one sitting. And, and then I couldn't even get I don't even think I could get past like Quick Man or some shit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Don't misunderstand me. I don't mean to say that it's, <laughs> that it's easy now. Oh, but... OK. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, I bought the anniversary collection of that for the PS2. And, and uh, uh, I was trying to show it to my daughter one day and I'm like, I'm embarrassing myself actually so we're just going to turn this off and play animal crossing you were defeated by mega man 9 as well right i did yeah yeah, yeah. although i did i did better in mega man 9 than i did trying to go back and replay the old mega man games wow. so randy how did you feel about cybernator i you know before before we started playing this i actually thought that i had not played it before but that is actually a lie. I actually did play it a couple of times at the at the past two Magfests. They've they've had this game set up, so oh, I remember. Really? I, I actually remember playing it there because you know they have the, like that giant room where they just have all the consoles and stuff set up. I remember right. playing it there, and I loved it. And I and and I I still like it. In fact, out of all the games that we've done in the game club so far, I think this one might be my favorite that that we've done. And it's probably going to be one of the few that I'm going to continue to play afterwards, you know, <laughs> cool, you know, as, as, as a casual kind of thing, it's, it's a fun game. It's, um, to me, it was uh, everything about it. Like right when I first started it up, it, it reminded me like all the, all the great things that they were able to accomplish back in, in the 16 bit days, you know, like the amazing scores that they, they actually, you know, managed to do through MIDI files or I don't even know if they were MIDI files, were they? Um, yeah, prob- I mean, probably whatever. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> whatever they were like held to at the time, the, the music I always thought was great out of that era. You know, like they, they kind of yeah. had to like make the best out of what they could. And, and the music almost always had to be almost as good as the game. And this was this was a case of where that was true. And um, I think graphically, you know, like Steve said, it held up really well. It, the, the animations in it are actually um, probably more defined than even nintendo published you know published kind of games you know like just the just when the you know when your mech like shrugs its shoulders and stuff like that there's there's so many separate little frames that are involved in that there's you know i I can think of bigger triple a titles that came out at the time that that looked shittier than this um yeah it has like good weight to it like you feel like you're piloting this giant mech right right I, I think the, you know, my big turnoff is going to be because, you know, like Steve and, and like you, Phil, I'm an old fart now and my thumbs can't take <laughs> it anymore, you know? Um, but I, I have to say, like, if anybody's never tried it before and they're hearing this for the first time, it, it, in terms of difficulty, it falls in between. It's not as hard as a Ninja Gaiden game, but it's it's definitely harder than a Mega Man X game. So it's not, you know, Mega Man X is more forgiving, but you know, Ninja Gaiden's much harder. So that's that's where it would fall for me. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. But, uh, you know, this is one of those games I kind of I kind of feel bad that I missed it. This if I if uh, 12 year old me had purchased this game, I'm sure he would have loved it. Right. So how to, how far did you make it into it? Second stage? I made it to the second stage boss, the that like mobile artillery that pops out. OK. 
And then it pwned me. I thought that was such yeah. a cool <laughs> boss too, because it like busts out of the rock, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah I'm dead." You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, but <laughs> it, uh, it mows you down pretty quick. <laughs> oh yeah, because like not only do you have to like dodge its bullets, but like when you shoot it, you gotta like avoid all the rocks and crap that come off of it and everything. Right. Ugh. Yeah, I don't have the coordination for that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, you know, music and, and uh, gameplay wise, I thought it was I thought it was really, really well done. Definitely a definitely a hidden gem from the SNES era. Yeah, I think I, I agree. I, you know, when I played this as a kid, I'm sorry to cut you off. Are you kind of? Uh... No, no, no. I'm, I, I said my piece. I, yeah. I want to hear. Yeah, I want to hear, <laughs> hear what you got to say. All right. Uh, you, you know, when I was a kid, I rented it once and I believe I got stuck at the second stage. Uh, so I didn't really think much of it. I mean, I thought it was kind of an, a cool game, but you know, that was it. So, you know, I really never sat down with it until right now with game club. Cause I, I bought it maybe a year or two ago, but again, I played, I got to the second stage and I was just like, whatever. So I was kind of determined. And for some reason this time it clicked with me and I didn't have a problem with that. And I actually beat the whole game. I, I won this game. No wow. way. I did. I did. I went, I won it. <laughs> I, did, I did kind of cheat here I, I will be truthful i did kind of cheat um i have this thing now when i play old games i have no problem putting in a code to like do like a stage select or if it gives me like more continues or something because like i going back to what we were talking about earlier when we were kids i don't have time to sit there and go through the whole game again so if i already beat a stage i will use some kind of password or whatever to get me to where i left off because i think that's admirable yeah you know I, i'm not like skipping the stage i'm just going to the stage i left off at but that this game did not have that all it offered was three extra continues so mm. nothing really you know yeah so i'm pretty confident now i could go i could beat the entire game without using that but um i played it the first time without using it any codes and i made it to the fifth stage or seven stages so then the second time I played, I was like, I'm going to finish this thing. So I put the cheat on and I actually only ended up using two of the extra continues. So if I went through it again, I could definitely do it because now I know what to do more or less. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, you know, I really like it. And, I, and Steve, and I agree with you with how the mechanics, they're really switched up on that second stage. It really is like it sucks. It, that second stage, it really does suck that it's there because it's uh, it has a really steep learning curve because mm -hmm. you know your gun you kind of want when you first start playing it you want to play it like contra you know you want to just run yeah. and gun and just shoot everything but your mech is slow and his gun for people that haven't played it, it kind of just like today it would be a dual analog game you know because mm. you're aiming that gun in like a 360 direction uh, right so what you how you're doing that is you know, you aim down, his gun slowly points down, and then what you can do is you lock it with the L button. So you lock it into a position, and then you can kind of like strafe back and forth. Something you can do in Contra, actually. Uh, you can lock your angle or whatever, but this one has way more uh, points that it can fire at. So, like, mastering that is the key to, to everything. Uh, and then, and also using that shield, because my instinct when I play like, like again, like Contra is like, I'm trying to jump over bullets and like, that's just not happening in this game. Like you really, you have to be very uh, methodical about your approach to playing it. You have to really, um, think about how you're going to attack something. You can't just run up to it and just destroy it. 
and mow it down. You really have to take your time, slowly approach something, you know, defend against it, fire back. And it's kind of cool because it's like these trade-offs, uh, you know, in an action game like this where, you're, where you don't expect that. Yeah, especially uh, on, a, on a, like a 2D game for the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. It's like pretty deep for, for what it is. And it's so complex, and then like they throw you right into that second stage, and it's like, okay, here's the shump, the shump, the shmump part. Oh god, I butchered that word. Thirty. <laughs> shmump. Yeah, there shmump we go. Shmump part. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, shooter part. So like you have that, and that's kind of cool. It's whatever because it's got like the cool music playing, and it's not. You're not gonna. I don't think you're gonna die on that part. Um, and then it kicks you off into the free floating part, where because you, you're in space, so. Now you're in space. It's almost kind of like a swimming stage. You're just kind of like going up and down. You're trying to control your mech. And, you know, you can land on like asteroids and meteors and kind of ground yourself. But the moment you jump up, he's floating around. So Mm -hmm. there it's like all about that locking on with L button and really taking your time. And I didn't find it too bad this time. And then like the boss, I remember the boss destroying me. And I just kind of like picked this position. Like I picked like the lower left of the screen and I locked my gun up at it. And I just fired away at him, and you know you can kind of destroy like the asteroids he throws at you, and you know you make it through it. And it's not too bad. You just kind of have to find your your safe zone. Um, and then it sucks because right after that, like the game kind of falls back into the first stage, so you get more of that. But it's cool because the third stage starts out. You're kind of still doing the floaty shit. Because you're outside, but then you work, mm-hmm. worm your way into a ship, and then when you go into the ship, you're back onto the ground, like how you would would be in like okay. ground missions. That's awesome. Yeah, and like the from there, like the variety, it's like out of control. So then you bust into this bridge on a ship, and what I like about this game, it has so many cool little details. So you bust into the bridge, and there's like these little tiny people, and then they see you come in, and they just take off. <laughs> they just like <laughs> shit their pants. <laughs> and, away. and you kind of feel like this badass. He's like, yeah, I'm this big giant mech and I just busted into this bridge. So they run away. And going back to the detail, like one of the things that when you guys were saying it aged well is like you're firing and you're, you're leaving bullet holes in the surfaces like no yep. games that then like that was really cool. And then you have this boost when you jump and you hold in the button, you know, his afterburners kick in. And when that happens, you can see wherever you're standing, like dust shoots off the ground. So it gives you this cool like little illusion that you know this thing's got some strength to it it's got some kick and it has lots of cool little details like that even the camera subtly moves like depend like if you aim down the camera slowly shifts down the like you know see so you know what you're looking at and it's full of like cool little things like that that you didn't see in games then um but yeah you guys missed out on a pretty good ride because then rocket ships are you're at one point after this ship part, you blow up the whole ship and then every boss can get away from you, which you said about the first one, Steve, on the first stage that, you know, the boss will, it's like a time thing. Mm-hmm. So with this, at the end of this stage, you had two minutes to kill a boss. And then what they're doing is they're like, the bad guys are pretty much fed up and they're taking their ship and they're just plunging it into earth and basically using it as a nuke. So after you kill the boss, then you have to go and kind of like blow up all this, sh- this shit on the ship. So the first time I played the game, I lost this obviously. And it was really cool because 
after that, you fall to the earth. So then you do a stage where you're falling through the sky and you're burning up and you're shooting all these things on the way down. It's, it's like really cool stuff, actually. It's like pretty cinematic for, for its time. Mm-hmm. So then, then you hit the surface and then you see the ship that they crash. And in the background, you just see this huge nuke go off and then the stage kind of starts. When you do it again and you succeed, like the ship doesn't crash and you know, you, you felt like you did something. So it's cool to see like a decision, you know, like a choice. Well, you didn't make a choice, but how well, but, you but your actions actually had consequences, which is right. pretty huge. Right. Hmm. And you know, I'm not going to go through the whole game with you, but it's pretty crazy. And, and they're always mixing it up. And how many stages it, are there? There's seven. Holy crap. Yeah. And, and there, it's not bad. I mean, it took me, an hour to finish it an hour to beat it and that was without no like i flew through the first like four stages since i already knew them really well yeah so you know probably take yeah about an hour and use use the cheat code that's not bad (laughs) at all honestly for the time that that's pretty damn good you know yeah so i i mean I, i i really liked it i came out of it like i was into it i i enjoyed my time with cybernator and I did like the music too, by the way. So, I mean, did you guys have any more like since I since I completed this game? <laughs> you guys have any more uh, like anything? I you- I gotta admit, I, I'm feeling pretty awful about myself right now. <laughs> no, no, don't feel awful about yourself. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Why, you guys are saying that these games are hard, and like I play them, and I don't, I find them difficult, but I get through them. But I'm playing uh, Vanquish right now uh, on PS3, and that shit, I don't know, that's probably easy to, like, a 10-year-old, and I don't know, man, my brain falls out of my head playing that stuff. <laughs> There's so many goddamn buttons to hit. I don't know. Did you guys Vanquish? play Vanquish? I, I haven't played Vanquish yet. No, nah, I haven't played it either. It's, uh, it's the one by Platinum Games where it's okay. kind of like, it's like Gears of War on, like, super... It's like it's crazy. You just—it's really fast paced. Uh, I think I played the demo. Now that. I need. Now I need to like do a review of this game. This sounds kind of awesome. Please enter date of birth. I'm trying. I'm actually on their website for what Vanquish. Yeah, it's pretty it cool. Good. I mean, I like it's a Shinji Mikami game, so it's you know got that you know something like he would make, and you're doing these crazy dashes like. In Gears of War, you know, you do the roadie run or whatever to get from cover to cover. In this, you do this, like, crazy knee dash where you just fly. You just take off on, like, a jetpack to get to the cover. And you, like, punch the shit out of things. It's pretty nuts. But anyway, I'm playing that game, and it's, like, too much for me. I'm, like, getting shot by everything. I'm dying a million times. (laughs) So, I mean, I I don't know. I, I feel like I'm sucking at the new games that are supposed to be easier, but... (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's all you know what it is it's it, i think it's all relative i mean like back when, when we were kids you know like we were saying before the game like this would come out and it would be kind of all there was for a while whereas now there's just so much stuff and it's kind of like your tastes can kind of evolve into like there's so many different niches out there you know right. uh, of uh of types of games uh, and I've found that I've just kind of gravitated towards certain types, and then when I go to back to try to play the ones I used to like, I just it just doesn't work anymore. So I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a 
I would say that it's like a fault or anything, you know. You found your, you found the ones you like. Right. Right. I, I feel like I've gotten to that point too. And I feel like I've kind of regressed. Like I used to be all about, God, man, everybody's saying this game's so awesome. I got to get the, you know, whatever the new hotness is. You know, I'll just use like Deus Ex since that just came out today as an example. Um, you know, uh, five years ago, I probably would have bought that the day it came out. And now it's just like, yeah, it looks cool, but I don't, I can't keep up with all this stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's really hard. I mean, I just had this, uh, I just put out the review for Metro 2033, which was a game that, um, I think I picked up on a sale for like five bucks or whatever. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a year old and, and literally I, I have seen like no media coverage of it, you know, but I, I wasn't really looking for it, but, um, um, I played it and I was really amazed by it. And I, I was trying to talk to like my friends and, and family and stuff, you know, the ones that, that play games. And I'm like, did you, did any of you play this? And they're all like, no, I've never heard of it. And, and I was like, I feel bad. I want to do a video review for it, but, but it's like a year old. They were like, well, we've never heard of it. So, you know, it's not a bad idea to do it. So of course I, I do a video review of it. And like the first 10 comments are like, you know, people that buy the games instantly as they come out, they're like, this game's old way to go. It's too late. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> But the point is, like, we I I play so many games. There's even still fantastic games that come out that like I'm I'm gonna completely miss, you know? Right. I haven't I've played like nothing this year. I've been bad. Like I want to play Portal Two. I haven't played Portal Two. I kind of want to play La Noir. I haven't played that. Don't play La Noir. It's a waste of time. (laughs) Wow, really? Yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, (laughs) I I did. I did the audio for our, for our video review. I didn't play it at all before we did it. I just did the audio for it and sent it back to, to Elliot to make the video. And now I'm like, oh, really? This is what I said about this game? I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, well, see, I'm the opposite. I, I, I really enjoyed Eleanor. I had a good time with it. Did you? Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I took it more as like a, uh, like a, like a Phoenix Wright in a, in a uh, world, like a, you know, like a full-scale world. Yeah, that's the way to approach it. See, I, I, I avoided like all media, you know, previews for it. I thought it was going to be more of a Red Dead Redemption slash Grand Theft Auto, but set in the in the 40s and, you mm-hmm. know, in Los Angeles. But instead, what you get is a, a classic point and click adventure in three dimensions. Yeah, yeah. And Not so a... if Go ahead. I was going to say, if that's if, if that's what you're expecting, that's what, you know, then you'll enjoy it. But I was yeah, that, expecting something completely different. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what I wanted was like a was a point and click. Yeah. Yeah. Layton, Layton or Phoenix Wright that that or Hotel Dusk specifically was really what I wanted. Uh, and and because of the music and the being able to play it in black and white and everything, it really kind of for me scratch that itch that's awesome it's missing hotel dusk yeah we do we love our hotel dusk we love- yeah <laughs> that's awesome we we have like really like sappy little conversations about it every now and then on instant messenger <laughs> yeah, and then we'll send music <laughs> send music to each other or say we're yeah. listening to it <laughs> yeah like i wonder what Lu- i wonder what louis up to right now yeah. <laughs> louis de nono or whatever love, love that goddamn game <laughs> I gotta get Last Window. I gotta import it. Yeah, yeah I mean, have to. Me too. I know it won't be as good, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. yeah, I, I so that Hibernator. I feel like I feel we covered it pretty well. And I'm. Uh, it's it's a bummer that you guys couldn't make it past the second stage because it does. It's cool, man. It just the pace keeps going, and it's got just crazy. 
I don't know. Every stage, every stage has like a different, unique feel to it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, at the time, I really loved those kinds of shooters too. Like I was, everybody, everybody kind of retroactively kind of hates on the Super Star Wars trilogy, but I loved those games as shooters. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. I was so good at them, and yeah, uh, I loved the Contra series and stuff like that. But uh, I just, I, I fell out of practice. I mean, it was kind of interesting to see like what kind of muscle memory came back for for that kind of game, but. But, you know, you do lose some over time. Right. Yeah, you know, I used to really love the Super Star Wars games, too. But, yeah, they haven't aged so hot. They're <laughs> they're pretty rough to play these days. Yeah. I was good at them, too. And I play them now. I'm like, why why get good at this game? <laughs> <laughs> because it was your Christmas present. You yeah, weren't going to exactly. get anything else until yeah. your birthday or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, we would be remiss if we didn't uh, mention our communities feedback on the game oh, as well yes. and uh phil spoiled it a little bit at the beginning of the show we didn't get very much but we did uh nate who is one of our uh posters on our forums and and always is dependable in this way uh he picked up the game he actually he bought the cartridge right to mm-hmm. play it he, he ordered it from uh, amazon uh and sat down and, and played it, and here's what he had to say. He just gave us a, a few thoughts. He said he really liked the game's graphical style and overall motif. There's a good range of mechanics. The analog aiming, boost shield, hover, zero-g sections, the open levels. This game has a good amount of stuff to separate it from the pack. It could have been a pure Contra clone, but it takes the formula and twists it around. I wish I had played more of it, but I really enjoyed what I did. How much do you want to bet he didn't beat the second stage? <laughs> 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 now see in this day and age like with that game like they'd be tracking it online and they would see that you know uh only whatever percentage of the people who get the game get past the second stage so then they would patch it yeah you know and they'd make the second stage a little easier a little more user friendly there would be like a block you could hit and it would tell you how to get through the stage <laughs> <laughs> and uh and that and that that was that's how it would work now. But you know, back then, you nope. you would die five times, and it would say, "Would you like to decrease the settings to easy now, to very yeah. easy?" Yeah. To super or for like, friendly. For a dollar ninety nine, you could buy like a little thing that would let you just skip the level. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we make fun of it, but yet we still sucked at it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I have a, a horrible confession to make, uh, and I know uh-huh. we're not. We're not like a full-blown, you know, what you've been playing podcast or anything like that. But I, this past week, I was down the shore, uh, down at the Jersey Shore uh, with Snooky and the situation. Oh, cool. uh, I was down there with my <laughs> wife and daughter. Uh, we were celebrating my daughter's birthday, and we were at my in-law's house where there's no gaming, you know, consoles. It's kind of frowned upon when I bring my Xbox down. So I just – all my gaming was done on my iPhone um, this this weekend, and I kind of got sucked into the uh, the tiny tower mm. madness. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. No, no. it's kind of like a, an eight bit uh, uh, sim tower kind of looking That's game. Awesome. Uh, although some people, and I've never played a second of Farmville, I swear to God, um, but people have <laughs> said some some people have said that it's supposedly a lot like Farmville, only vertical. Okay. So I don't I don't know if that's true. I can't I can't uh, confirm or deny that. But uh, I, I got sucked in, and that's a game that has a lot of that stuff I was just joking about about like you know pay ninety nine cents and you get like this and then you can unlock a bunch of crap. It's just did you do it? Did you pay? I nine? did. Oh, I did no. once. I did once. I did once. It was a, it was a <laughs> social experiment. I had to. <laughs> they got I had to you. St- 
I had to make sure the mechanics worked. Objectively, as, as someone who uh, is enthusiastic about video games, I felt as though it was my duty to pay the 99 cents and, and make sure that, that everything worked as it should. And, and I, I didn't enjoy it. I scowled the entire time I did it. I, I just was very – I was disgusted at, with myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I smiled a little bit when I got like my other floor – when they like built like a uh, a video rental store in my my tower, I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only ever the only like thing I've ever purchased on a game before because I hate like DLC, any of that garbage. Um, I bought the DeLorean for Burnout. It was five dollars for this damn thing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I spent five dollars on a goddamn. Del- I used it like twice. I was like, this is cool. <laughs> and I went right back to the car I always used. Oh damn! That's never funny. again. Never again. I'm never buying. <laughs> See, when it comes to like bullshit add-ons, DLC add-ons like that, I, I totally, totally skip them. Like the costumes and crap like that in Little yeah. Big Planet. Forget about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you know the DLC that I will buy are like games that I know I'm gonna keep playing, like like Total War Shogun Two, which I, I play religiously. Um, the, the DLC for that is at least kind of, it's cheap and it's, and it's, they're big add-ons too. You know, they'll, they'll be like entirely new units for all clans. Plus, you know, um, I don't know, completely new. They're, they're actually coming out with a a completely new campaign where they're going to be redoing all of the game for like 10 bucks. I think that's a steal, but when it comes to, to little stuff like new outfits, new cars, you know, unlock one gun, I, I, I don't bother. Yeah. Yeah, it seems a bit bit excessive. You feel like um, uh, Total War. Uh, I, I, do you like the Age of Empires games at all? I used to play Age of Empires one and two religiously um, mm-hmm. back when I was good at strategy games, but now I suck at them. Um, I, and I never played Age of Empires three. And I know okay. there's an Age of Empires online that just came out as well. That, that's I, what I was going to mention. Yeah, I've been hearing a time. I downloaded it and installed it, but I haven't had a chance to play it yet. And I've been hearing just crazy good stuff about it yeah i, I hear guess. it's if you enjoyed age of empires 2 it's it's that experience but online and, and i was yeah. like wow that sounds excellent actually yeah and now it's more like they've kind of they've added kind of an mmo element to it where mm-hmm. your civilization is your character and you can kind of level it up and get new I like there's like a full-blown talent tree and you can so you can kind of spec out how you want your civilization to be and then you can get gear for your uh for your city and everything like to reinforce towers there's like different you know there's like epic level gear and stuff like that uh, apparently it's amazing and but it's very um uh microtransaction driven because it's a free to play mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. it's a free to play game so yeah there's a lot of that kind of stuff in it where where you can pay extra i think they have some sort of a deal though where you can just pay like 40 dollars, and it's basically the equivalent of buying the retail game and you just get everything that's pretty interesting yeah so that's definitely on my list of things to check out. And, and when you said Shogun, it just reminded me of that. And then all the DLC stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, no such things as back then. And, and also, God, I was actually thinking about that today. How much game testing a lot of these older games had to go through before they could print them onto the actual carts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, like yeah, now, if there's something wrong with the game, they're like, oh, we, we, were, we knew the issue was there. We're going to patch it. Don't worry about it. Like, the shit had to work <laughs> before they were right. printed. But they were, before they were going to print it on those boards. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's always kind of nice to see fully functional games, right, and playable as they they were meant to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's just me. I can't even remember the last 
retail disc game I bought that I didn't put in the Xbox or the PS3. That didn't have an it, instant update? And it immediately oh, updated. Yeah. No, I hate it. Dude, it just, just going back to Vanquish, I said to them, because I was putting it in, the girls were taking a nap, and it was like a short one. We were going to wake them up in a half hour. I was like, I'm going to throw this game in. And I go, you know what? I'm not even going to get to play this game, because I know I'm going to have to download an update. Yeah. I was going to have to install shit. I, pl- I got to play for like five minutes, and in between all the cutscenes and stuff, Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even know why I bother playing this game right now. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I, and I told her, I said, you know what? I said, like, it took 20 minutes to finally play the game. I could have beaten Contra by this point. Like, I yeah. hate it. hate how you have to wait, and I hate the stupid patch you have to... Every time. Yeah, I can't think of a game I play lately where um, you haven't had a download a patch. I've been wanting to make a video for months comparing literally, like, like how I said about playing Contra, like just starting a game between all the logos you have to go through and all the load times, like see how far I could get in an old game and like go side by side on the video. <laughs> oh, you know, you, you know what game you should do it with? You should do it with uh, Devil May Cry 4 because that game had like a 20 minute install or something like oh, that. You, you could god. probably finish several games doing that. Oh god, yeah. yeah. What was your record? You could finish Super Mario Brothers, what, like uh, six minutes? Like, so you could finish it in in three and three and a half times or something like that. Yeah, you know, time to, take to, to start Devil May Cry. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I confession time. I never finished Super Mario Brothers one until I was in college. Wow, <laughs> it was it was like one of those things. I had no money to buy anything else that was coming out. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna bust out Super Mario Brothers and I'm gonna finally beat this thing. Nice. <laughs> there was a where I don't know how old I was, but like you know, Super Nintendo was the hot shit at the time. And for some reason, I just got addicted to playing Super Mario Brothers again, and I got really good at it. And yeah, now I can do it in like six minutes. That's awesome. I don't know if I can do it now because it's been a little while, so maybe ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I got good at it, but only good at that path. Like if I if I go off on other stages, I'm probably gonna die. Right, right. Can't, can't deviate at all. Right, six minutes <laughs> half I can do. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, I think we can pretty much wrap this one up. We've uh, covered Cybernator pretty well and a little extra as well. Um, yeah, went off a little bit. Sorry about that. Hey, man, that's, that's what makes it fun. Yes. Don't want to just stick to a script the whole time. It was all semi-relevant. Which yeah, 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 yeah. We tried to tie it back. <laughs> I might edit out the tiny tower thing. I'm not sure. <laughs> you just don't want people to know. <laughs> yeah, I was very careful to make sure that all the like tweeting and Facebook stuff was disabled on the game before I started playing it. <laughs> <laughs> Steve just added another floor to his tower. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. I keep, so, I keep meaning to turn off the, uh, the Facebook updates on PS3. Yeah, I finally went in and did that because yeah. I, I could just tell I was annoying some people. Yeah, everybody's seeing how many calories I'm burning in EA Active. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta admit, I, I, I just feel too old for that shit. <laughs> you know, like, I don't care what like what my friends know, like my individual achievements. Like, if people, if, if, if Elder Geek fans want to know, I'll tell them. But, uh, you know, I, I don't need my family and my actual friends to know exactly how many video games I'm playing. Yeah. Yeah, because it could get embarrassing real quick. Yeah. Depending on how bored you are one day. (laughs) That's what you were doing in the middle of the day. I see. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit. That's the thing. Oh, go ahead. 
I was just going to say, that's the thing with the PS3 one, is because of the way it syncs, sometimes, like, all your trophies will go yes, up at once. That's oh. So, and it's always at, like, a, like at an inopportune time, where when, yeah, like, one day I was at home, working at home with my daughter, and she wanted to play the PlayStation, and I guess I did something where it synced the trophy. And then, so then like, all of a sudden on my Facebook feed, it said I got, like, six different trophies from six different games <laughs> and i'm like you know my boss and everyone i'm talking to everyone online the people i work with and they're oh. the one guy's like oh i see you just got a whole bunch of trophies on the playstation it's like two o'clock in the afternoon on Monday. <laughs> i'm like no 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 so oh anyway another tangent no that's exactly <laughs> what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> sorry to cut you off there that's cool so anyway i guess we'll wrap it up here um Please, if you're listening to this podcast, we, we highly encourage you head over to the websites. Go to schmoozle.com or eldergeek.com. That's elder-geek.com. And uh, vote on the next episode's uh, game. So uh, you can be take part. Send us in some feedback. You know, you can do it through the forums. You can do it through Twitter. Do it through Facebook. However you want to get us the feedback, we'll, we'll gladly take it and read it on the show. Uh, we, we want it to be a big part. So, um, yeah, please... Uh, Tune in next time for for whatever game. I, I don't think we we have a choice yet, right? We're, we're we know we're we wanted to do Shatterhand because Randy said Shatterhand. Right. Yes. I yeah. was trying to think of another NES game to complement it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came up with Shadow of the Ninja. I don't know if you guys want to do it or not. You don't have to. Uh, I chose that one because it's also from uh, Natsume. Uh, okay. And it was like a late gen NES game, so I was just trying to find a good counterpoint to it but well by the time you guys are hearing this it'll be uh it'll the poll will be up yeah uh, and that could yeah. change that game could change right <laughs> so <laughs> don't hold us to that just yet so anyway for myself steve wilkinson and phil summers and randy thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time see you dude bye guys Peace out